Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. We're just going to go in there and just start beating up guards. So anyway, <laughs> just, I started blasting. You're going to storm the greenhouse? What's the, <laughs> What's the end game, bro? She just wants to know, like, like, she wants to, one, inform you you're bringing consequences upon you. And two, just like, is that actually your plan? Do you want to go in there and start some shit? I mean, we do want to start some shit. Because it sounds like shit ain't good. <laughs> All right, um, how about this instead, Miss Smarty oh, Pants? Okay. Knock you out. Set those prisoners free. We put you in the back of the wagon, and they can take you wherever the heck they want. Oi, let them dole out their own justice. She, she steps out. Hands up. <laughs> Just to be like, a, hey, look, I'm not trying to fight anybody here. And she just asks out loud for everybody. Is that what you all want? You want to go in there? You want to head into Earl and just tear it down? Is that what I'm hearing? Every changeling in that city that looks like Earl Earl is a prisoner. So yeah, I want to tear it down. And she's going to look to Finnegan and look to Darwin just to make sure that this isn't one crazy bard out on a mission. And then it's like a group effort. Yeah. Just looking around like, hmm? Gesture. Group effort with the bard. (laughs) I may have only joined this group, but uh, upon hearing of the tyrannical nature of the Earl of this city, he must be put down. Okay. If you'll allow me a moment of storytelling here, then. With her hands still up, she says... (laughs) Well, then let us help you out. And she changes back into her changeling form. What the hell? My name's Better. And they extend a hand out. Holy shit. And I am Uh, like... You better tie him up. They point to Sphinx. Sorry, I extend my hand and I go, (laughs) my name is Arnest Gray. 
<laughs> Holy crap, it's good to meet you. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. <sighs> Had to be sure we were on the same wavelength there. <sighs> While somebody is presumably tying up Spinks, she goes over to Spinks, grabs the keys. Oh, uh, take his clothes off first. We need him. The, the ogre's clothes, presumably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We need the clothes, we need okay. the armor. Put them in or, something else, probably, but, kinda, you know, we need those. shout back at the crew, like, you guys got that? You all got that? <laughs> clothes, tie, cool. <laughs> they take the keys, they go open up the back of the wagon. And inside, there are three changelings. They see better back in their changeling form. Uh, and they, they perk up a bit. Better tosses the keys into the back, and they start unlocking themselves. You know, we're Finnegan. Were there three or four prisoners? Maybe there were four once. Maybe there were three. <laughs> I don't know. But whatever happened to the real Hanslow? Not here anymore. Not here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, um, as they come out, Better introduces them. This here's quick. She gives you a wave. Allure and connive. Now, we were trying to sneak in quiet-like. Sounds like you have a different approach. But if there's a, you know, some way maybe we could work together from both sides, we're listening. Um, just real quick. Better they them. Currently wearing some Earl Guard uniform. Quick, she her. She is rather slender, slick back, white hair. Just wearing like simple farmer's outfit, really. There's a lure, also they, them, wearing clothes that would be revealing once they, you know, change into either a masculine or a feminine form, but uh, looks good on them nonetheless. And they've got big curly hair. And then there's Connive. And he is you know, a little overweight for a changeling, not a lot, like pot belly type thing. And he's shaved head, and just real long fingers, long face. And Better says, look, we're, we're not ignorant. Of what happens. We know changelings get taken and they don't come back. We thought it was time somebody did something about that. Ow. <laughs> There's a whole city in there. It's a whole system. We don't know what we're going to do, but if nothing else, we're going to get some intel and get it back. They motion over to Connive, who, who will take Spinks's armor once it is stripped of him and shift into Spinks' form. I want to ask better. Do you... Do you know anything about what is happening in that city or just that changelings disappear in there? Our intel from the city is not great. We know changelings get taken, disappear, and they don't come back. We know the city's not exactly as it used to be. Things have gotten a little just like looser in some senses and a little bit more restrictive motions up to the EDU thing on the side of the wagon. And others, but uh been a while since we've had solid intel from a local. Okay. So I want to fill them in on everything that we know, just to see where we're at. Like, I know that all of our intel is like five years old. Well, mostly. But, mm. like, I want to fill them in on what we found out the last time we were here. Okay. In addition to the fact that the real Earl Earl and Count Duchess are dead <sighs> is the count duchess dead uh, yeah 
they were part of the um the thing. exchange the exchange yeah, yeah yeah oh although we can't guarantee that they were the real count duchess i guess you would assume because they were no yeah because they were an elf so they were yeah they were statues mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can assume count duchess perished it's a pretty safe assumption and you know for a fact that earl earl the real earl is dead <laughs> it's not funny it's not but it it kind of was, though. And better just says, <sighs> fighting ghosts, then. <laughs> Thought we were done with that. Guess not. Hmm. A lot of the general stuff in terms of like, hey, it's a really tall city. It's under the snow and there's 18 levels. And the greenhouse is on the bottom. Not a lot of new information there. The extent of the greenhouse, the royal playground the secret lab and everything like that's new information. Um, okay. Okay. So you've basically just been introduced to a changeling, a team, uh, nice been sent to go right some wrongs. Uh, however, you are all on a different level and there's more of you and have different skills. So whether or not you want to work alongside them intentionally or just let them go about and do their things while you do your thing, that is fine too, but better and quick and allure and connive would sure like to know what it is you plan on doing in there. And if you need help. Well, we probably need help. I mean, for subtle. I mean, you attacked a pair of guards right outside the city. It's not exactly low profile, but hey, go big, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's hard for me to not start just like punching people when what they're doing is terrible. So we're not exactly subtle. This is where Arnis, the military, uh, non-military mind, uh, (laughs) is a reason for Finnegan to giggle a little. And Finnegan says, Oi, that might serve to uh, our new friend's advantage, though. Hmm? Arnis, if we go in in typical Arnis fashion and... (laughs) It might provide just the type of uh, distraction that they'd need to suss out where the laboratories are, that sort of information, so that when we do make our way down there, we can uh, be more effective and find it faster. Well, I don't disagree with you there. Darvin, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I got right now. It's all right. Better says... Look, having a little bit of a distraction might make things easier for us. Now, originally, I was planning on taking care of Spinks once we got inside, trying to hide him away somewhere. I don't really care much one way or other which way he goes, but uh, now that he's already down, we can tie him up in the back of the wagon there. Just say, you know, Quick's trying to pull a fast one or something. The other guards won't know, hopefully. And uh, when gets Sphinx locked away somewhere where nobody listens to him, all the better. That leaves all four of us able to go out and about and do our business. And now that we can disguise ourselves as two guards, we might be able to get a little deeper into the city, you know? So if you all just want to leave it at that, you do your thing, we'll do our thing. And perchance meet up at the middle somewhere. Well, that's fine by me. It's fine by us. To clarify that they're saying that they're intending to kill Sphinx... Uh, 
No. Before that was the plan, because it's like, oh, there are two guards and three changelings. We just need to make Spinks disappear. Mm-hmm. But if they bring in a dead guard, that would be bad. Yeah. Because then they wouldn't have any cover for it. And if they come back missing a guard, that would also be suspicious. Not necessarily a bad situation. It's just like, oh, lost one on the way. But it raises questions. I think Kanaim actually says is he's lugging the real Spinks into the back of their wagon to be chained up. You know, we could just bury him out in the snow here. Nobody'd ever find him. Not soon enough for it to matter anyways. I I connive that I think that might be a little rash. I mean, we're we're talking about a a guy who's not really gonna even be able to string two sentences together. He's not the brightest guy, that's for sure, but loose ends and all that. I miss Vale. Uh. <laughs> I miss Vale. Because Vale would just walk over there, not and even sh- hesitate, and just <laughs> dab a bitch. Dead dude. <laughs> Better's like, mm, no, let's not kill him if we don't have to. I, you know, uh, if the large one there was believing that you were his companion the entire time, he'd probably believe just about anything you tell him about what happened after he was knocked out. Ooh. Ooh, now there's a thought. There is a thought. What did you have in mind, Finian? I'm not quite sure. Um, <laughs> Better leans forward like, ooh, ooh. Interesting. I didn't have a thought beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, see, um, I could say I single-handedly bested you all. But then why wouldn't you be arrested as well? Uh, could say that you ran, you fled into the city, but then he might want to hunt you down. Um. Yeah, see, that's where it becomes a problem, is he goes into the city, we go into the city, and, I mean, he's gonna recognize us if we're in the same place. That's where it becomes a problem. Uh, uh, could pay a fine slash bribe. Maybe that'd work. That's what I I was thinking. You leave him with a hefty stack of coin when he wakes up to find. I could say you paid your fines. Might work. Um, Can I clarify just something that's already been said? They they have an intention that they want to take the other changelings in as prisoners, right? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Infiltrate. I wanted to make sure that that was part of their plan. Because, like, mm-hmm. the other option would have been that I was kicking around in my head is, like, we could offer to give them coin, and then he could just say that we pitched a bargain that we bought the, you know, changelings off of them. But if they want them in as prisoners, then then that doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Gives them an excuse to be in the sensitive areas. Got it. I do like the idea of just paying a fine, though. Yeah. All right, well, how much is a bribe for beating up a guard? Oh, Jesus. I don't even know. Hang on. <laughs> Not too much. We should be cheap. We're really... We're, we're, we're okay. We are. I mean, in my opinion, sir, you're right. I don't think there should be a fine at all for beating up that guy, but he thinks there probably is, so... I mean, that guy... I- he was any less likable, but there was just something about him. 
He's just such a simple man. I have two notes for Spinx. Lawful, dumb. That's it. <laughs> Lawful, dumb. All right, how much you all got on? You talking silver, gold? You don't seem to be too hurting for cash, but can never tell these days. I want to do something really ostentatious. Now, he's probably going to get this stolen from him in like two seconds because he is. But take out this little like pouch that I've been carrying around for well over a year um, and pull out one of these diamonds that we've got. And just be like, think of that. Will that do? <laughs> Can I re gift this gift? <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, Finnegan sees this diamond comes out and goes, What? <laughs> I could do magic with a diamond. <laughs> um, I got more. Not many, but I got more. I think you pull out the diamond and a lure steps forward, and they're like, Ooh, you are doing much better for yourselves than it looks like. You buy a person a drink with that. <laughs> give you a smile and a wink. <laughs> Just one? Oh, you gotta earn the second drink, fella. <laughs> Better gives them some side eye. She says, yeah, I think it, the diamond will do. I'm sorry, is that a flirtation? <laughs> That's exactly Artis's reaction. I... What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. As Vale has taught us and Chris has taught us, changeling names are a reflection of how they get about in the world. Right. Allure uses a bit of flirtation. You can guess what Connive likes to do. <laughs> quick? Quick-footed? Quick-minded? Oh, probably a little bit of both. Better? Uh, name says it all. They're just better. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, I'm better. There's a lot of bravado there. there. Is it what I do. <laughs> You gotta have the confidence. Confidence there. Ugh. Um, a diamond. Yeah. Better takes that. It's a little small, but... Yeah, yeah, I think this'll work. I think this'll work. I mean, if if you think it'll, like, sell it to him better, I can take that back and just... If... I just mean it's one little diamond or a huge handful of coin. It, this Perfect. is worth more, yeah. I plunk the diamond back in the thing and pull no, they, out 20 take, gold <laughs> and hand that. <laughs> Just swap it. How much was the diamond worth? 100 gold. <sighs> but 20 gold looks like a lot more than that one little diamond. And if we're talking about quantity over quality... I mean, he's dumb, but he, he understands the value of money. He also would never, ever know. And we're still assuming that, like, a gold is, like, worth something, right? Oh, we're no, not it in is. Caravel, right? Yeah, you're, <laughs> so, not in, you're not in Caravel. Money, we're back to normal economy down here. 20 gold is a lot of cash. Right. A diamond then, is incredibly valuable. In which case, then, I take the point. I get it. Shuffle things around. Pull out 20 gold in my hands and just say, here, give him. It looks impressive. <laughs> Better says, I don't suppose we could have the diamond. 
Might help us fund a few things. Go a long way. I'll tell you what. We all get out of here. It's yours. I'm, I, I think what fund things within the city. That, yeah, on the inside of the city, that sort of coin would be helpful. If we make it out alive, I'm not worried about ever coming back here again. We all have good enough lives back home, but we might have to bribe more guards inside. We might have to buy some goods. There's a bank here, from what I understand. I can cash this out, get coin. Are you going to fund your own mercenary team right now? (laughs) Kind of thinking about it. Do it. It's not like we don't have the money. Kind of thinking about it. All right. Don't make me regret it. (laughs) And I... I hand them, along with the 20 gold for Spinks, one diamond. Just make sure that he actually gets the 20 gold. Yeah. I look at Allure and go, no buying drinks with it. Don't do that. Not even to get information? Not with his gold. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant the diamond. Of course not. Do whatever you want with the diamond. What if he wants to buy me a drink? Persuade him not to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So can I hearing this plan slumps down. Oh. Alright, I'll take him back out. He grabs Spinks by the leg and just like slides him out of the back of the wagon and he hits the ground with a thud. Alright. Let's untie him. Get his clothes back on, I suppose. So they go about redressing Spinks, which is much <laughs> more difficult to do than undressing him. Knife shifts back into there changeling form. And the three of them, Allure, Quick, and Knive, will hop back into the back of the wagon. Unless there's more that you wanted to do with them here. No. There's, there's not. So, uh... Oh, wait. We need to know some way that, like... Uh, maybe I'm just overthinking this, but, like, do we want some sort of way to know that they are who they say they are without having to, like, shift? If oh, they want and, to like, have us? a conversation... Smart. Okay, yes. We absolutely do. We want a hand signal, like a wink, so, a passphrase. What's up? No, I, I, I know exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> this, this is real easy. This is one thing I don't even have to think about. Be like, oh, right. So if we see you in the city, we're not going to recognize you, presumably, which is good. That's a good thing. But we'll want to know who we're dealing with. So Honestly, if, you don't shoot me again. Good plan. Sorry about that. I mean, you know. No worries. No worries. We're dumb, but we're not idiots. So we don't make the same mistake twice, usually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, we make it seven or eight times. (laughs) Uh, So uh, if you see us around, just do this. And I do the double tap of the Bard's Rebellion. Oh, Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Secret. All right. Okay. Uh, well, we better get Spinks back up to the front of the wagon. Or actually, you know, I, <clears throat> if you'd all just act, you know, help us get the wagon unstuck here, you can be on your way. Of course. We'll and enter in later. Uh, I, you know, I'm not very going to be any help at pushing a wagon, but Cyril can throw a shoulder into it and push it out. I mean, if we all <laughs> help, we can get yeah. it out of there. Group effort? Yeah. Is that what everybody wants? Like, everybody just physically pushing it? 
getting it unstuck? Or is there any sort of magic or uh, anything like that to I help this out? I do not have any magic that would help. Not unsticking them. So, yeah, it's just really whatever little brute strength we have among us. Okay. Okay. Let me just take a quick look at the party that you got here. Well, Minasturius gets into her bear form, and you got Sam in his dog form. They both definitely get a boost in strength. Olan, he's small but strong, so that'll certainly help. Rystos is not going to help, believe it or not. My god, what a shocker. He'll sit on top of the wagon as you're all trying to heave it out. You're giving moral support. Come on, you can do it. That can't be the best you have, right? Uh, even Parlin is out there feebly trying to push a wagon. As he is shouting those encouragements, I I just like want to shout back at him like, this would be easier if you would just shut the hell up. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, smiles. I didn't realize silence made you stronger, Aranus. You talk so much. Figured they weren't related. No, but assholes make me weaker so stop it <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry are you sure you want to say that <laughs> no but it's already out there so i'm just gonna leave it okay okay how about this no but jerk faces make me weaker so there we are mm-hmm <laughs> With some time and effort, you get the wagon unstuck. Brass and Cadet, the horses, are very pleased to get the wagons out. Finnegan, your speak with animals is probably ended by now, but you can recognize happy horse sounds when you hear them. (laughs) Happy horses. Better shifts back into Hanslow form. All right. Well, you all should be heading into the city then. This... Never happened, as far as we're concerned. Um, we'll see you in there, maybe, even if you don't see us. Good luck, though. We'll, uh, we'll wait until your distraction before we do anything big. Good luck to you as well. All right, everybody. Back in the wagons. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Move it along. Move it along. Chip, chop, chip. Uh, better taps on the side of their wagon, right where it says EDU. Just keep a lookout for these assholes, all right? Will do. Okay. Okay, are we ready to move on? That was an adventure. I think so. (laughs) After helping Better, or Hanslow, unstick their wagon, you proceed onward to the city of Earl, leaving them to catch up at their own pace. Approaching the city, it looks very similar to the last time you were here save for the green and yellow light emanating from the tulip. There's still a massive wooden door set into one of the petals, and when you approach, there are a pair of guards there. They are in winter armor with full metal helmets. One of them steps forward. Welcome to the fabulous city of Earl. If you need a mask, you could purchase one at a number of our fine shops in the open market on the 16th floor. Or you can rent one here from Louisa if you won't be staying for long. Can I ask, what brings you here to our city? Uh, we're just passing through, looking to stay a few days. All right. Well, grab yourselves a mask, head on down. Uh, 
animal storage is right there at the top floor. Just one down. You can leave them there. Small fee. Other than that, hope you enjoy your stay, folks. Oh, what are the masks for, son? Ah, it's all the rage here. Everybody likes to dress up a little bit. In fact, we got the uh, Exaltation Festival coming up here real soon. And if you're just passing through, you probably don't want to participate, but it's fun to watch. Got some uh, good food, got some oh, good drinks. Exaltation of whom, son? Ah, it's just a it's just a local festival. We have it every couple of months. Everybody enjoys it. Good food, good drink. Right, it's big contest, so to speak. You know who gets named to the royal party for the next couple of months. You can be a you could be a duchess. You can be an old one. You could be a perla. You could be a gael. Even a contos. Me, big old one fan, just a little too tall to participate there. It's usually up for the kids. What? <laughs> oh, it's a lot of fun. No, it, strictly for show. Don't worry, you're not actually running a city. It's just, um, I guess in out of game, like he's describing it the way we would like the uh, the topsy turvy day from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. The Disney movie. It's very much just like, hey, get up there, go have a good time. You know, you get to be, you get to have a title for a couple of months, and yeah, you get a few extra privileges, but you're not actually running the city. Okay, so it's like no big deal, and I shouldn't be concerned so much when he's describing. It. I'm concerned. It, the, the locals yeah, love it. Right. It's good no. for them, <laughs> but like, do yeah, you have never concerned? encountered a festival that wasn't bad. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. This wasn't in place last time you were here five years ago, so yeah. something changed. So it must be bad. Change is bad. I don't know. Maybe this one's just fun. Maybe this one's bad. It really depends. I really hope this one's just, really this one's just fun. We don't need another bad festival. <laughs> okay, so here's what I actually ask him. So just to clarify, like, do we actually need a mask going in there, or are you just saying that we like should have one? Like, if I go in there without a mask, are people going to... If I go in there without a without a mask, am I going to, like, get arrested? Arrested? No, 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 no. Side-eyed? Yeah, definitely. But arrested? No, it's not against the law. You don't have to have a mask, but they come in real handy. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> the other guard chuckles, too. I don't... Why? Why is that funny? Well, are you going to get a mask or not? If you're going to get a mask, then don't worry about it. And if you are, then don't worry about it. <laughs> I, can I roll insight on these fools? <laughs> like, what is it? Now, you know what? I don't even want to bother. How uh, much no, you is don't need mask? to roll insight. <laughs> How much is the mask? <laughs> Louisa handles all that. I, I don't run out the mask. I'm just giving you a hard time there, buddy. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a long day out here. <laughs> it's quiet. It's dark. Just... <laughs> <sighs> Should be more sensitive with travelers. <laughs> oh, they're the only ones who buy it, though. Boy, some of us have seen some shite. <laughs> it's easier to. F <laughs> yeah. it's easier to fuck easier with a guy you've never met before. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Who's a rube? A traveler. I know. I know you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, but I have some trauma from some butterfly wings, and so like the idea of having to wear a mask kind of freaks me out i'm just, I'm just, just saying, saying. Uh, louisa can give you all the details you want if you're going to rent from her but uh like i said if you want to purchase open market 
better quality down there anyways. Haven't been worn by other people. But, uh, yeah. Y'all want to go in? Oh, okay. yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sure, yeah. They open up the gates. I'd point me towards Louisa, and I'll at least to her. <laughs> do you want to rent from Louisa, or do you want to go purchase? You know what? When we leave here, I am not stopping to give back a rented mask, so we better just buy them. <laughs> there is no way we're leaving here in a slow enough pace and on good enough terms for me to be like, can I get my deposit back? <laughs> it's not a deposit. It's a rental fee. Well, yeah, but okay. like, it's like cert- I'm not giving back a mask. I guess I could rent one and just <laughs> back. And be a criminal. Rebel against late charges. <laughs> be kind. Please rewind. Passing through the large gates into this passage before you get into the city proper. And this is still open air here. And sure enough, on the side, built into the wall, there's a little shop. This is a place where if glass... If, like, security glass existed, that's what would be there. But it's not. It's just open. And there's Louisa. She's very young. Very chipper. She is wearing a mask that looks distinctively like Count Duchess, but just with, like, a huge grin and, like, bright eyes. And the eyes on these glow much the same as the dunce glasses did. These, in fact, are taking the place of dunce glasses nowadays. And rather than getting them for free, you rent them. Because... (laughs) <laughs> and there's a sign there. There's a sign there. It says, you can rent a mask for five silver a week. And if you exchange a rented mask with one of the shops down on the 16th floor in the open market, they'll give you a 10% discount. Okay. The way they see it, they get the mask back quicker. They can re-rent them out. And said, not a lot of travelers come through here, so it's not like a lot of people are renting masks, but, but some do. It's also a nice way to just like try out a mask for a week to see how you like wearing a duchess or an earl or an Ulwan. She is just like super chipper though. Hello travelers! Care to rent a mask? She like walks back and forth like holding up a couple of different masks. What about you sir? You an earl? You joining the the, uh, the festival this month? If you're staying long enough I highly recommend it. But if you just want to keep on going right past her and not make eye contact that's up to you. <laughs> um well I mean so I I see these masks. Do I recognize the sort of like structure of the dunce glasses from before basically built into them? It's not like they put a mask on top. No. Okay. The functionality though, and a lot of the appearance is still the same in some regards. There are still different colored glows for all the different eyes, but now as a mask, as a branded mask, nonetheless, (laughs) you get different facial expressions too. So you can be like, you know, comedy tragedy masks, or you can have like angry mask or pensive mask or sleepy mask. Okay. Lots of different things. And yeah, the main six characters that you see are Earl, Duchess, Ulwan, Kantos, Gael, and Perla. Believe it or not, even just getting named the royal butler for a couple of months still carries some prestige. Okay. All right. So I kind of turn to everybody and be like, well... If it's still darkish in there, we're probably all going to need these. I don't need it, and I'm not taking one. It creeps me out. Sorry, that was the wrong accent. Okay. Um, 
I'll take one. They're cool. So whether you want to rent one here or go straight to purchasing one or not rent one at all or rent and trade, that's up to you. Um, I, I say I say we rent them. Like, I don't. OK. Sorry, I don't feel like buying one. <laughs> OK, I, I didn't know if you wanted to, you know, take one with you as a souvenir. No. So if we're just counting faces that can wear masks, there are the three of you and your 11 companions for 14 total. Shit. Ristos one is tiny, so these masks are all way too big for him. But also, he has dark vision. No problem with that. He'll, he will abstain. Everybody else wants one, though. All right. Let's- Ulwan, ugh. ooh, does Ulwan want one? Uh, mm, he does. He can see, but he wants one. Okay. So that'd be 13 in total, unless Finnegan, you were saying no? I am going to abstain also. Don't need one, and they creep me out. Okay, so that's 12, which comes to 60 silver, or 6 gold. Okay. Yeah, not much money at all. So, everybody, I mean, we can get into the other party members later if we want to, but for Darwin and for Aranis, who are you wearing? What color is the light? And what's the expression on the face? Um, I don't actually know. Um, it's one of the faces, the person that gave me the loot. Yeah, yeah. Just real quick, I mean, Earl Earl, Count Duchess, and Ulwan probably all very familiar with. And then the other three, there's Kantos, who's the historian slash loot enthusiast. Gael, who is like the royal butler. And then there's Perla, who was the alchemist who was assisting Earl Earl in all of his uh, <clears throat> terrible experiments. But it was an official post, um, and for reasons, I will say, uh, which may become evident later on. But yeah, if you want a Kantos mask, you sure can have one. Yep, that's the one I take. Okay. I want an Ulwan mask. Okay. Darvin, your Ulwan mask, what expression is it, and what color is the light in the eyes? It's an angry expression and Ooh. an angry light. What's an angry colored light? Red? Yeah, some kind of red. Black? Purple? Red. Ooh, oh. maybe purple. Yeah, let's go purple. Okay. A deep purple. Maybe like a tinge of red in there. Angry purple. Got it. Arnis, your Kantos mask. Which expression? Which colored light? Um, pick purple light. Happy expression. In comparison to Darwin's angry purple, how would you describe your purple? Is this lighter? Is this... Yes. Lavender. Lavender. Happy purple. Okay. Louisa says, Oh, a contos. Those don't get rented as often, would you believe it or not? I Trust me, he's got his following down there. I'm sure you'll fit right in with the rest of them. But <laughs> always interesting choice. Always interesting choice. Answer, the old one mask. Suits you well. I like it. Like I said, I'm a big Duchess fan, but everyone in the royal party is necessary and welcome here. <laughs> I know I said we'll worry about the uh, the NPCs later when it comes to masks, but the 
only one that I want to point out is Ulwan. Ulwan specifically requests an Ulwan mask. Yes. With a happy expression and a green light. Like a, not just a smile, but like a, like someone just surprised you with cake smile. <laughs> oh, surprise cake. There's no better cake than surprise cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he doesn't put it on right away. He's just kind of looking at it, like staring at a mirror, staring at a reflection. But everybody else gets their masks. And we'll find out what those are later if we need to. Um, it's a good mix. You got all six of them covered. Don't worry. In case you ever wanted to put together a full royal party. Mm-hmm. Louisa thanks you for your coin and wishes you a happy stay. Don't forget, return the masks within a week. Otherwise, there's a late fee. And we head in. Now, the city of Uril is vast, stretching 18 floors below the surface. The animals in the wagons will be taken to the 18th floor up here at the top. Storage and for care. They might charge you a bit of a premium thanks to the bone wings, but they'll be well taken care of here. You don't need to worry about those. Below that, as you remember, things do get nicer as you go farther down, with the bottom three floors being for the greenhouse, the royal playground. Access to the older, destroyed part of the city, Earl Earl's workshop. But even just taking the spiraling staircase down along the exterior of the city, the city has changed a lot since you last visited. There's a lot of green and yellow accent light bars all over. Uh, Not just here in the hallway, but when you see people go in and out of the doors, you can see it within the separate floors of the city as well. There's like a steamy, foggy layer kind of moving through the city. But with so many options, so many different floors at your disposal, is there anywhere in particular you want to go. You could just keep going down all the way to the third floor, get to the greenhouse, or you could stop at one of the markets. You could stop at the common space. You can stop in one of the residential areas. There are guild houses. There are churches. There's just normal shopping. Is there anywhere in particular or anything in particular you're looking for? Do you need to be reminded of which guild houses are here? No, I don't think I need that. Okay. Yeah, depending on which floor you want to go into, or depending on what your immediate goal is, will depend on which floor you get off on. will depend on what you see. I mean, now that we've gotten in here without too big of a fuss, I'm not really sure where I want to go. <laughs> it's not always going to be a fight. Sometimes people just let you in. It's not a bad idea to just, I don't know, go to one of the more public floors and scope it out. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Okay. Do you have a preference for which which class you want to be in? Like, do you want to be up near the top where the poor, as you remember, stay? Do you want to be more in the middle where the middle class is? Do you want to be farther down with the upper class? Like, this determines not only what types of shops and people are around, but also just like the quality of food and gear and anything else that you might need. Yeah. I would say starting at the middle class gives us at least a good idea too is what this space is going to look like because you, you know, if the middle class floor looks like something that would 
you know, it looks like a place where animals live, then you know that things are even worse for the lower class and the upper class is going to look ridiculous, right? It's a good mm-hmm. gauge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Darwin, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, makes sense to me. Okay. Important question here. Are you keeping all of your party members in tow? Or is this like a, here's 10 bucks, go enjoy the city, have fun? See, I'm torn because I feel like the second option is way more like inconspicuous, right? It's very blendy. Not right? having 15 people just bust in through the door. Right. Like we're going to draw way less attention if we do that. I'm just concerned that if we end up having to like run out of here, that we lose somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what I tell them. Y'all are welcome to go do your thing. Keep your eyes and ears sharp, though, because I have a feeling we're not going to be just strolling out of here. Okay. For the more middle-class floors, there, there's a few options here. There's the 10th floor, where you might remember there being the temples to Olwenir and the monastery for Korm and the Denouement. Things may have changed. Other things may be up around there, but temples usually don't change too much. The ninth floor, which is residential middle-class stuff. The eighth floor, which has a couple of guilds in there. The working hands, who are the builders, and the rising path, who are the alchemists, along with related shops and things. But if you just want to go right to residential, some local food stands and, or food shops and whatever, but mostly residential area, we can go right there to the ninth floor. Unless we want to go try and buy some more health potions. We haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I don't think Scott's ever giving us more health potions <laughs> after what we did. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine to just head down to the ninth floor. Yeah, same. Same. Okay. So as I was saying, as you head down, you notice that a lot has changed. Not only the lights and the steam slash fog and people wearing masks. In fact, a lot of people wearing masks. Most everybody wearing a mask. Earl and Duchess are the most common by far. We've got the Earl and the Count. These are the two top rungs. Now, the Exaltation Festival, you can't really be named Earl because there are already Earls. But, you know, it, it's more of an honorary thing. Like, Vice Earl. Earl. So there is still a competition. But you do see your fair share of Olwans and Kantos. Perla, Gael, well, people actually take that a little bit more seriously than they probably should. Something about the <clears throat> strictness of a butlering life <laughs> just draws a certain crowd. Very fastidious nature in terms of dress and behavior, so the rules are very clear. As you pass the 13th, 12th, and 11th floors, which last time you were here were just rubble. Whatever happened to the city long ago fairly well destroyed those floors. And there's still floors, distinct sections, but all the buildings and stuff mostly collapsed. People did go up there. There was a lot of like shady stuff that happened there in terms of on the down low. This time, as you pass up the doors for those floors, they each have a sign on them that says no admittance. But getting down... To the ninth floor, the middle class is largely residential. As I said, there's some local restaurants and shops and things. And come out and everybody's having a grand old time. The attitude almost doesn't match the surroundings. 
between the lights and the fog slash smoke, everybody having the same face, it's certainly weird, but everybody seems to be in good spirits for the most part. In terms of the quality of the homes, it's fine. There hasn't been another major disaster here. These houses aren't falling down. A lot of them do have those green or yellow bar light accents on their homes, just kind of adding to the glow of this section. Darwin, Arnis, and all of your NPC friends, as you're walking around for the restaurants and the, the shops and things, you know, you can see signs on them like, oh, this is, you know, this is a noodle place, this is a potato place. We got a bar down there. Finnegan. Mm-hmm. Those shops and things, they don't have any signs on them. Like, you don't see any labels. Um, An additional benefit of these masks is that the signs are glowing in a light that can only be seen through the masks. So if you don't have a mask, you don't know where you're going, necessarily. Uh, Everything's just a building with lights. But if you have a mask on, you can read things and get directions. And there's little, like arrows pointing which way to go to like get to deals and things so it's a little bit of assistance and it's a little bit of advertising all rolled into one and a whole lot of the worst of capitalism yeah 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 i'm not saying that it's 100 percent. it's fun uh yeah um did you say there was a fog or a haze in the air it's more on the ground but yeah it's you know, it's not obscuring you from seeing other people, but... As I stand in this fog, I'd like to cast Detect Magic on it, please. On the fog in general? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Detect Magic just detects all magic. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. First level spell. One action. Verbal and somatic. Is there any, any words or any motions or anything you'd like to describe here as you're casting this Detect Magic? Mm, yes. I take... And I hold out both of my hands just kind of like generally over the ground in front of me. Fingers spread out wide and kind of start swirling them around. And I say, um, Vale Magicae. Okay. Let me redetect magic here real quick. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And you learned at School of Magic, if any, can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Okay. 30 feet. No problem. So you activate Detect Magic, and you get lit up with magical sensation all around. Not only is this fog, smoke magic, but there's so much magic just all over the buildings. The people, I mean, all the masks are pinging this detect magic. It's a little too far away to sense it with this, but that giant column that runs vertically throughout the whole city is definitely magic because, hey, it's a giant stone column that is lit up and glowing for some unknown reason. Now, again, lots of greens and yellows. But yeah, magic all over. Definitely the fog, too. You know what fog's made out of, guys? Water? Water. As in elven water? As in they're drugging the entire populace? Oh, shit. Okay. So Finnegan, to anyone looking at Finnegan who's been told about this city, he's freaking out. (laughs) 
as we're like looking around and taking everything in, I am like, as I'm just kind of scanning the surroundings, I look at Finn and go, uh, his expression doesn't seem to match anything that's happening. And I just go, Finn? And I'm like pulling my shirt up over my face and nose, covering it, going, Oi, the fog, it's it's magical. Did you, did you not tell me something about elven water? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well, luckily nobody in this party is a changeling. So... <laughs> That's helpful. Me and jumping to conclusions. I mean, oh. uh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Instead of, like, completely jumping to conclusions, I'm going to find the nearest person that's, like, not one of us. Okay. And just tap him on, tap him on the shoulder. Uh, random stranger. Okay. Yep. Cool. No problems. This is fun. You tap a random stranger as they are walking by. They're wearing an Earl mask. Ah, uh, hello, stranger. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, which mask are you wearing? Contos. Contos. Uh, ah. Hello, stranger Contos. My name is Eamon Earl. So wonderful to meet you. What can I do for you? Um. Again, in a very happy mood. I I have a question. We're sort of new here, but I'm just I'm I'm sort of concerned that there's fog underground that seems to be magic fog. Can you tell me anything about it? <laughs> well, of course it's magic. You didn't think fog got down here on its own, did you? Uh the the, the fog, the lights, the signs, everything, you know, it's uh motions in the distance to the giant stone central column running through the city. It pours out of there. The, the the magic, not just the fog, but all the magic. Huh. Uh, it's like a city wh- service. What? Why? Well, it's because Earl Earl, you know, the real Earl. I do my best, but, <laughs> you know, maybe this is my time. Fingers crossed. But uh, just to liven things up a little bit. Uh, I reach out and knock his mask off his face. That was very rude. <laughs> um, Could have just asked him to take it off. No, I want to see how he reacts to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you knock the mask off his face. It's it's just a human face underneath. Okay. You see a guy with a little bit of stubble, kind of reddish eyes. Sorry, not red-colored pupils, but like, been awake too long rubbing his face, like reddish eyes. Mm. He goes, hey now, some of us really enjoy our masks guy and he bends down to go pick it up and like you're not wearing a mask so he's whatever you maskless person (laughs) he grabs a mask and he's gonna go put it back on like he's gonna just move to put it back on he's not walking away yet turns to arnis and darvin it's like you gotta do something about your friend here not even wearing a mask (sighs) i hate that i'm the one that's about to make this argument just like me shannon hates that i'm the one that's about to make this argument, <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I don't think you should judge someone else for their choices. <laughs> I hate that came out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
he doesn't want to wear a mask. That's his choice. It's no big deal, right? <laughs> Fucking shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, I did not want this to be an anti-masker episode. But, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's not like, and it wouldn't. God, it wouldn't mean anything. <laughs> Three years ago, this would have not been significant at all. Right? I wouldn't have even uh-huh. cared. I would have just made the damn argument. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll never win the Exaltation Festival without a mask, even. I mean, you're participating, right? I'm Contos? Stranger I'm sorry, Contos? I, thought, I thought that was just, like, for fun and fluff, that it didn't really mean anything. Ah, the bragging rights. Oh. No, I won't be participating. Oh, what's your last name, stranger? Your surname? Your family name? Mm, mm, mm. I, mean, I don't use it much anymore. Don't really need to, but uh, Blackwood. Eamon Blackwood. Oh, mm. and, and why do you not need to use your actual name? I mean, if I'm signing a contract or something, sure, but do you go around using your last name when you're going to the pub? Meeting up some friends? I use my last name all the time, actually. <laughs> you are constantly introducing yourself to people. <laughs> <laughs> By my full name. <laughs> mm-hmm. No subtlety here. Oh, yeah. One last question for you, sir, as we stand here. Has, has no one informed you that the Earl and the, the Duchess are actually both dead? I mean... I know Earl. Earl's alive. I see him all over the place, all the time. (laughs) There are lots of Earls still, but I mean, you know, the real Earl. Um, Count Duchess, though, I mean, we haven't seen them since they went to the the capital. Mm. Ah. So we don't... I I, I wouldn't say dead, just absent. Oh, wonderful. Could you tell me, how do you know, how would one who's not in town, obviously, is such as myself is, how would I be able to tell who the uh, the real Earl Earl is? Well, Eamon doesn't necessarily want to be friendly with you, Finnegan, so he's going to be a little snippy with this answer. How <clears throat> you tell who the real Earl Obviously, he points at the mask, and I see this face. See this Earl face. It looks like this. Just without it being a mask. I'm gonna, so I'm going to jump in and be like, oh, you really don't know, do you? Oh, is something on my mask? Like, I, takes it off and he's looking at it like for a smudge or some food stuck on it. You, you really don't know that all those Earls aren't the real Earl. You're pulling my leg. Puts the mask back on. I, I assure you, I'm not. They all look like the real Earl. They all sound like the real Earl. Must be the real Earl. Smiles, shrugs. I, I will give you the that they are extremely. There's no point in having any further conversation with this dude. He's a random stranger on the street. <laughs> like convincing him anything is oh. pointless. Mm-hmm. Like, right. um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but we learned some things. I'm terrified of this fog. You're not wrong to be terrified of it for some reason. On a timetable. Before we're gonna start to feel weird. Yeah. I mean luckily that fool still looks 
like itself, maybe. He was as brainwashed as I was afraid he was because he did like react rudely when I was rude to him and didn't just be like, oh, that was weird. Let me pick up my mask. Hi, I'm happy still. <laughs> so <laughs> that's yeah. good. But alternately didn't like completely freak out on yeah. you. Right. Yeah, that's. You were a jerk to him. It's like you knocked off somebody's hat and you're like, fuck off, dude. Well, and because yeah. I was, I was looking for one of two reactions. The appropriate I was, reaction, I was right? looking for, I was, a, I was looking for, uh, you know, fear one. Oh, my hat fell off. That was weird of you to do. Let me pick it up and be a jolly guy. Or I'm going to yeah. just beat you to death because you knocked my hat off. Yeah. Both of this would have told right. us that things are really bad. <laughs> so bad. This yes. A Terrible. more realistic reaction. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Which is good. Maybe. But Finnegan. Yes. Now that you know that this fog is water, or sorry, now that, now that you know that uh, the fog uh, is uh, uh. elven water, you start to notice the effects. It's very, very, very subtle. But for each minute that you're down here, in the fog, breathing it in, you heal a little bit. It's just one HP a minute. <laughs> but very slowly... Any of your wounds from the battle from the day are just feeling better, closing up, hmm. smoothing over. The next thing I want to do is go into one of the no admittance floors. <laughs> well, that'll have I to be the next where time. I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> but here on this floor, where do you want to go? Where do you want to end the day? Like, do we just want to go find a place to stay? Uh, I'm sure there's like a little B&B or a cottage or something here. Finnegan is not sleeping in town. Finnegan will not sleep in town with this fog. I will sleep. I will take a wagon outside myself if I have to. I'll make an igloo in the snow, but I am not sleeping in this town. That's your choice, buddy. Fiend igloo. It's still midday, so it's not like bedtime yet. So there's still plenty of time to do things here. But are we getting a drink? Are we getting food? Setting up lodging? Um, Beating a guard to death? Tell me. I don't actually know. Just here in the middle of the street? Now. It's really challenging because I was like, the f- next thing I want to do is find an Earl, but everyone's wearing Earl masks. It's going to be so hard to find an Earl. Well, they'll look like Earl, but they won't have a glowing face. It'll just be a normal oh, face. I guess it's true. Yeah. I didn't mention Maybe. it about Eamon's mask, but uh, you know, they had an Earl. They had on a very regal expression and a uh, green light. Good word for pompous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hottie. Mm-hmm. Green and yellows tend to be the most common just because those are the elven colors. Mm-hmm. But there are a mix of other colors around as well. Then we want to search for an earl. Or at least I want to. I'm not to speak for everyone. That seems like a good place to find one. <laughs> All right. I mean, there are plenty of earls to go around. Uh, and if we want to find one on this floor, I think we certainly can. Searching through this floor for an earl is not an easy task. There is some light coming from the central column, glowing off of the buildings, coming from people's masks. Um, But there's a lot of people. This is the middle class area. This is largely residential. People going and coming from work, got kids playing in the street. We've got a few shops and things. Finnegan, you just don't know which ones they are. (laughs) You can't see the signs. You don't see the street signs. Anything that would be labeled is labeled through that magic light, needing a mask to see. If you see people walking around 
without one of these royal masks on, uh, royal party masks. One, they probably don't mind seeing in dim light all the time. But two, they probably also know exactly where they're going. You know, they're locals. They don't need street signs. And it's like, oh yeah, I got three blocks that way, two blocks that way. You know, go through the roundabout, boom, I'm where I need to be. But most everybody wears masks anyways. Like I said, it's informational. It's a participation type thing. You know, one of the crowd. Some of it is peer pressure. Some of it is just wanting to be, to fit in. But also, the Exaltation Festival is coming up. And people are practicing for that. You know, they are putting on their best Earl act, their best Ulwan act, their best Kantos act. Because when the Exaltation Festival finally comes and, you know, people get named, they get chosen, selected, you know, they want to be in that group. Like Eamon said, good bragging rights, a little bit of recognition, and some other things too, but you didn't stick around long enough to talk with him. And it takes you a while. But Darwin and Arnis, you both see the same time, the one place where if there's going to be an Earl here, if there's going to be an Earl Earl here, this is where he would be. You find a corner establishment, a couple stories tall, really nicely carved wood, some stone accents, and there's a glowing sign above the door that you two can see. Finnegan and oh, Ristos can't either. So he's just like, where are we going? Um, Right above the door there, it says the wind-down room. As you may recall, that was the name of the post-royal playground room that you experienced all that time ago. Yep. And there's a sign above the door that says the wind-down room. Stepping in, it feels like a copy of that room. There's a fireplace burning with a green light, reminding you very much of the bulb, the real one, down below. There are bookshelves, there are plush leather chairs, there's cigar smoke in the air. There's an assortment of toys, <laughs> oddly enough. But everything feels like a step down, like a counterfeit. Not that detail and quality wasn't put into this, but the wind-down room has been franchised. There's one on every floor, but ours is the best. And there are folks working here, tending bar, serving food. And in the back corner, a large, large, lush chair sits an Earl Earl. He is joined by Anne Olwan and a Duchess. Not the real ones, clearly, it's the masks, but they are there with him. And they seem to be having a grand old time. Drinking, eating, laughing. And he doesn't recognize you because of your masks. Does he recognize anybody? I don't think so. I'm a little sad now. Ooh, ooh, I, I, I know how he can be friendly. Wait, sorry, before I force anything, like, would you go up and talk to him? Or are you just like trying to, you know, spy him and then leave? Because if you want to talk to him, he's going to be friendly. But if not, then we'll just leave it be. You see him here and you can belly up to the bar or something. I think Finnegan's plan is reconnaissance. Also easier to do for Finn because Finn never met him. Right, right, right. Darvin or Arnis, do you actually want to go up and speak with him? Or do you want to wait and think about it? I want to wait. Yeah, same. Okay. In which case, you see Earl Earl sitting in that magnificently lush chair, joined by an old one. 
and a duchess, but not the real ones. And they are deep in their conversation and their revelry. As you walk in and the door closes behind you, the fog thins down only a few inches high in here. But the cigar smoke wafting above kind of fills the air and very rich scent and flavor throughout the establishment. As you all walk up to the bar, and out of the corner of your eye, keep a close watch on Earl Earl. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.